the Owlcast, the official podcast of ACS Athens. Listen to the exciting story of the American Community Schools of Athens. Check out what drives all the members of our international community of learners as we create the education of the future. Here's John Papadakis. On October 7, 2022, the ACS Athens Dean of Academics, Julia Tocatlidou, together with the IBNAP Programs Director, Mark McGowan, gave a presentation at the International Baccalaureate Global Conference on the ACS Athens Youth-to-Youth Educational and Social Integration Program. Their presentation title was A Student-to-Student Teaching Approach to Inclusivity and Differentiation, as they highlighted the innovation of the youth-to-youth program, especially the student-to-student approach, where our students assist in the teaching of English and Greek languages, computers and other subjects to unaccompanied minor refugees. Over 100 educators from schools around the world learned how the ACS Athens model of student-to-student approach to learning can be applied to a variety of contexts and classes, and the response was one of overwhelming enthusiasm, leaving many with ideas of how to start similar programs or practices at their schools. Both Mr. Katlidou and Mr. McGowan have talked about the excitement of their discussions, the new relationships that were created, and the new ideas acquired that can enhance the education of our students. In today's Outcast, we discuss the obvious and necessary need for differentiation used at the Youth to Youth program. How can one school's initiative serve as a springboard for others to develop experiential learning? the transformation of students when they act as teachers, the youth-to-youth program as a model of supporting underprivileged youth, and much more. Earlier this month, on October 7, you both gave a presentation at the International Baccalaureate IB Global Conference on the ACS Athens Youth-to-Youth Educational and Social Integration Program. You presented the kind of innovation that takes place at the Youth-to-Youth Program, especially the student-to-student approach where our students assist in the teaching of English and Greek languages, computers, and other subjects to unaccompanied minor refugees. Mr. Katlidou, you have been leading and supporting this program since its beginning in 2016. Thinking back, what was the need and how did it all start? Oh, that's a big question, Mr. Papadakis. Thank you for having us here, first of all. Um, The Youth to Youth program started back in the beginning of the refugee crisis. Uh, Truly, ACS right away stepped in uh, to help the refugee children some of our students traveled to Hios. We went to, you know, the camps at Piraeus. It was the beginning of the refugee, the refugee crisis. crisis. And then in the summer of 2016, the idea was, okay, how can we do more things about the children beyond the food, beyond the clothes, how we can help, you know, with their education. So we started with um, at ACS with summer camp with a small a group of students and uh, as a matter of fact, you know, four of those students were selected then 
to be given a scholarship to attend ACS. These were students that were in the home project? No, and... this is not yet the home project. Oh. This was with another organization. However, uh, the collaboration did not flourish as much. I mean, we did our best with the four children. and They, they were successful. And then in the fall of 2016, there was the opportunity of a very like-minded institution, an NGO that was newly created, that we thought that we can go deeper and extend to help these children. So we came up with a collaboration with a home project organization that had also the American philosophy in education and the holistic approach in taking care of the child. We launched the first class of youth-to-youth educational social integration program for 18 children in uh, February of 2017, after planning. The whole program was designed to benefit not only the refugee minors, not only the unaccompanied children, um, but also basically ACS Athens uh, students who were involved as um, teaching assistants in the classroom. So the idea was to involve as many students as possible yes. in, for a cause that went way beyond yes. the scope of a school curriculum. Yes. While for the, uh, um, the children from the home project, because I really do not want to refer to them as unaccompanied minors or refugees, somehow it labels them to me. We had specific goals for these children. Um, social integration and education per need, and we can talk about it later. But we also had in mind for our ACS Athens students specific learning goals, right? From empathy, from caring, from creating an international mind about the world, from learning from others. And indeed, the outcome of this um, program was tremendous, I have to say. So what is so innovative, so significant about this program? I mean, it started then, but it continues strong right now. What is the significance of this program? Um, The first significant innovative approach, I would say, was on the curriculum. We designed a curriculum that was based on need, that was adapting with the learning curve of each child. And every Saturday was based on the following Saturday, on the previous Saturday. Now, that meant that we addressed really the learner's need, or at least group's need, because you can imagine the level of uh, differentiation is high, people coming from all over the world. And we're talking about different topics. Dif- different topics and the skills, or the language skill, for example. It mm-hmm. was Somebody didn't know the alphabet, somebody knew a couple of words, somebody knew how to write a sentence, somebody knew how to write a paragraph, those who were coming. So we had to cater to the need of every learner. And of course there, that was the design of the curriculum and the high level of differentiation that took place in every classroom was depended upon the our ACS Athens um, teaching assistants or volunteers because they were the ones who helped with the student-to-student learning of the activities to allow the differentiation of learning in class. And that's why that's the second thing, you know, the curriculum But in order for this curriculum to to be delivered, we needed the ACS Athens volunteers. And the student-to-student teaching that was developed as a way of learning, or not for the learner, but also for the... the What what age range are we talking about? The the students from the the home project range from 13, 14 years old to 18. And our students in the beginning were very careful. We started only with high school. Now, I can tell you, um, in the past two years, 
we have also eighth graders joining um, the list of volunteers and they come and they work and very enthusiastically, very engaged. We allow this, um, having in mind that this is the best way to prepare the eighth graders to the high school life. Mm-hmm. Mr. McGowan, as the IBAP programs director, you saw last year the end result with the students of the Youth to Youth program graduating from ACS Athens in a resounding and emotional celebration during the commencement ceremony in June. Although IB has an embedded element of student involvement in service to the community and volunteer work, how does this program, the Youth to Youth program, the commitment to help fellow students measure up to the IB requirement? I see two questions there. Uh, First of all, the word commitment that you used is the most important part because I think what we were trying to express at the global conference is that although the International Baccalaureate Program has an embedded caste system, which is creativity, action, and service, it sometimes is done in parallel or separately to the actual curriculum of the program. It's not integrated into the learning. And so for us, we felt that the students First, we're making a commitment. The cast commitment sometimes are one Saturday. This was a year-long commitment by many of our students out of love. Or many years, actually. And they were developing as individuals, um, as human beings. But um, the second part of it is that we saw a development of a curriculum that the student, our students could share with the other youths and that we could maybe, what we were trying to express at the conference is that it wasn't just about the youth to youth program we have here at ACS. It could be any experiential learning you would mm-hmm. like to develop in a school where you connect it concretely to what you're already studying in class or you enhance what you're studying in class through the history of a, of a country, perhaps. And it can be really simple. High school students teaching mathematics to, to, to elementary school students on that level as well where you're developing more of a community, you're developing agency. When we talk about students developing in the high school level, they need to get out of their comfort zone. One of the things we were emphasizing at the conference was that if you truly understand what you're learning, you can teach it to someone else. And so that's a fulfillment, a validation of what you've learned in the classroom. Plus the added benefit is you create a community. Younger students like to learn from the older students or each other. And the Youth to Youth program taught us that in that the youths needed other youths to feel included, to feel socially integrated. It's not about adults and uh, teenagers all the time. And that was the part that we realized could be really um, transformational in education. And you you had the second question about how the commitments of the IB, it's for our students as well as any other student, but it's about education if we can have the students helping us as adults and teachers educate other students, then I think we can fulfill our, our obligations. And, and it's what they say that you learn better if you teach. Yeah, it's, can it's, I say it's something true. on that? And, you know, Mr. McGowan has really raised a very important point uh, that it's youth to feel confident to learn. Uh, and that was from the side of the, uh, the learner. From the side of the teacher, quote-unquote, our ACS Athens volunteer, that youth there that gave that the lesson or the activity and connected really transformed our students. The transformation was amazing. In what way? First of all, the confidence. 
right? As a communicator, you come out and you feel confident. If you can explain it to John or to someone, then of course I know it. And that's the confidence of learning that becomes yours and you feel okay about yourself. But I think, and I don't have specific data, but I see the kids that come every year. There are students who had, you know, devoted almost the entire high school, almost every Saturday of their entire high school to come to the youth to youth. And to me, and what I see in their faces that the love of giving, the love of giving, the love of offering something to someone makes them feel that their lives are more meaningful. Their goal in life, they feel good about it. And I can see that in their faces. They keep asking and they're coming. And this is very important in terms of what kind of a conscious citizenship we're developing. And that's well, the that, what you just that. said begs the question. What if instead of young and accompanied refugees, we had students from not so advantageous schools? Do I'll you think fine. that the result would have been the same? Or is there something that differentiates knowing that these kids are yeah. coming from such an unfortunate background? I think you know, that plays a role for sure. Uh, because um, we all need to feel as humans very useful uh, to do something uh, for those in need. However, as you said earlier, there are many parts of the population that are not privileged. If we change it from refugee to underprivileged children, you might find many students, many groups um, in, uh, in our neighborhood to begin with, in different schools in Athens, that need the same attendance, the same um, support for their education. Maybe not to the extent of um, the, the people who have come here away from their parents, but definitely there is room for that. And that that's why, and one of the things that we're discussing and sharing with them at our presentation at IBO is that this model can be extended to include many parts of population that are not privileged. It's not just refugees. This is important to understand. I think what's important to understand is we're talking about a a universal human characteristic. It just so happens to be embedded into this tragic situation that developed through the refugee crisis. But when you put two individuals together, you give them an opportunity to develop a relationship. And I think what we've seen and what you give high school students, when they leave high school, they're going to be so much more comfortable with anyone outside in the world, and you could do that with any student or any human. So you talk about underprivileged, privileged, that goes out the window when you have two teenagers talking to each other, working toward the same goal, just as two individuals. And it goes from person to person. Because I have another example, some of our IB math students have taught 10th grade math students, and I've heard from the math teacher that this particular student, one, gained the same confidence they develop emotionally and socially. And that's the education that we can uh, add to them. It's not just about academics. And I just think it's about putting people together that they don't ordinarily get those opportunities. And when they do, they're that much more comfortable with themselves and anyone else they'll see when they leave high school. So you both went to this uh, IBO global conference and you had this presentation. What was the takeaway from the audience? I mean, what was some of the feedback you received? And I'm going to start with people who who know us and they're here in Greece. I mean, they're from local IB schools. And it's always better to hear it from people who are around you because you know they're not going to flatter you, right? So they came and that for some of them, it was kind of an eye opener. 
uh, they used fantastic, meaningful, thank you. And, you know, our hope was, and we acknowledge all the other schools that are doing something similar for the uh, Saturday Youth to Youth program. They call it somehow a different name, but they, they followed us. And this is Athens College and this is Moraitis now who's doing that. So we mentioned them um, in the hope that this was the intention that we all, many schools get involved in this program. So yes, the feedback was very good. People were touched. They found it meaningful. They found the entire program sensitive and giving. And Did you hear something that surprised you from their feedback? I think I mean, Mr. McGowan heard something from the one of the people who attended that was really captures uh, the entire thing. Well, I don't want to pat ourselves on the back too much, uh, but uh, one man came up and said, I don't really see the point in going to any other sessions. Uh, I think you've actually encapsulated the entire IB mission statement in your presentation. Now, he was very taken. But what I would like to add, and I think is just as important or more important, we had over 100 people people at our presentation and we did an activity with them. And there was a woman from, from Prague. There were some people from Dubai and they were all making connections with the communities in their school that they could connect with, whether they were coming from the, the war in the Ukraine, but just the the workers in Dubai that they could feel, felt that they could reach out to. Everyone seemed to understand that they could use this and make a connection in their own mm. schools. And I think the basic message or the feedback we got is you walk the walk and you just don't talk the talk. And I think that's what educators want to know, that you're not, it's not just words, it's actions. And that was what the feedback we got from the others. You are listening to The Owlcast, the official podcast of ACS Athens. You're listening to the ACS Athens Outcast. Today, we're talking with Julia Tokatlidou, Dean of Academics of ACS Athens, and Mark McGowan, Director of the IBAP programs of the school, about the impact of the Youth to Youth program on the life of ACS Athens community. Stay with us as we discuss the essential value of walking the walk in education, helping students articulate their goals without prompting through the Youth to Youth experience, and enriching the curriculum of the school with the experiences offered by programs like Youth to Youth. Student volunteers go way beyond, as you very well said before, way beyond offering guidance and support to the unaccompanied children of the Youth Youth Program. They are their mentors, but also their teachers in some areas. Can you describe some of the feedback you have received by the student volunteers? Every year, oh, I think they're coming oh, to you. They're talking so, about their experience. Correct? So much feedback and incredible, incredible sometimes. Um, the last email, uh, one of the last emails I received was um, uh, reflecting about high school. And there was a student who said, you know, truly miss um, my experience from the youth to youth program shaped my uh, academic plans because I made the decision of what I'm going to study because of this experience. 
I have received a tremendous feedback from very many students from the beginning to now, how things have changed their perspective about what they have and about themselves, about what is important in their lives or not, and about, about how much they would like to make a difference in the world by doing something similar and continuing to work on it. Um, what can I remember? For, I have written feedback from students how the actual experience with people who are coming from all over the world help them understand the world better. And now they know um, how they can balance maybe two people from Pakistan, but they know that are different uh, parts of Pakistan. They have different culture. They know how to balance what they're going to say to each other. They know the differences in culture and languages and so on and so forth. And also that makes them really confident of being citizens of the world. Have you seen students that uh, one year they are part of the program and then the next year they go to other students and say, here's what I did. I mean, refer the program to their younger ones. Well, I'll tell you what the teachers told me. <laughs> the volunteer students from Saturday, very many times in their classes, they really refer to their experience from the um, Saturday program. They share it with the teachers, the students, and therefore there is that learning mm -hmm. uh, from student to student. Another thing that I want to say about the feedback is um, how the program has helped some of our students to find their strength and their confidence. And that opened up their academic performance in other courses as well, in the regular classes, which is something that some of the students told me that, you know, they have overcome fears that they had before, lack of confidence. For each student had different things, mm -hmm. right? Because we, all of us take what we want, what we need from an experience. Mm -hmm. Um, Mr. McGowan, as we evaluate the Youth Youth Program at the end of each year, what is the value that you perceive that is received by the students? I mean, as we consider the IB cash program, as you said before, with, uh, you know, as a goal, it has to enhance personal and interpersonal development by learning through experience. Is the Youth Youth Program such an experience? Absolutely. I mean, when I come back to what I was saying earlier about the mission statement, The International Baccalaureate Program wants to create global citizens and develop international mindedness. And there's no doubt that's what these students are getting through this program. So I don't think you can do more. And I'll repeat what I've said earlier about the commitment is you were asking about feedback from the students. What I heard is that the students enjoyed seeing the same people come week after week and develop a relationship with them. And not only that, Um, one important comment was that they could see the effect that they had on others because they saw that the student was actually learning what they were teaching them. And so when that comes back, you realize they're articulating what our, what our goal was without any prompting. And I think that shows us that it's working and it's clearly tied into the IB ethos, but I like to say any good educational ethos. Mm -hmm. There have been many opportunities that we showcase the program to individuals and organizations outside our school, such as the latest global conference of the IB. But we have also had visitors in the school, such as the European Commissioner for Humanitarian Aid and Crisis Management, Christos Tilianidis, back in 2019. Uh, we had Ed Shapiro of the Shapiro Foundation, who ended up sponsoring some of the youth to youth students studying at ACS Athens and many others. 
How do you think the students of Youth to Youth understand this kind of interest and intend to support? It's a sensitive issue, of course, and hard to understand how these students might feel when they see this kind of interest outside. That's a very interesting question. And to go back, um, we were very reluctant to showcase um, the Youth to Youth program and talk about it to the general public. Uh, media and so on and so forth. Why? Because we respected the privacy of these young individuals and we didn't want to kind of make their problem, their fears um, open. However, we did have visitors uh, for the Youth to Youth program and I must say many. And as you distinguish prominent ones, it was um, in April of 2018, we had IKEA Foundation coming and we had uh, Ed Shapiro coming as well to visit. We gave two presentations that week when it was a holiday. School was closed. School was closed. However, both our ACS Athens students, the volunteers, and the students from the home project, and I must say, some parents also came to be present in that presentation. If I go back to the, the feelings that were very well expressed, having positive impact, ACS Athens students were very proud, very proud to be there helping the students learn. They became friends with them. Parents, the same. They came and they were very proud. But the, the refugee children were equally proud to share the story and talk about the impact of the program that we had on them, the social-emotional and the educational. As a result, we received funding for the Saturday program for the IKEA Foundation And we received funding to develop the extension of the part-time youth-to-youth program, what we call the full-time youth-to-youth program, with the 18 scholarships from Shapiro Foundation, which ended up having the four graduates. So I guess my question is towards how the students who receive this kind of support through the youth-to-youth program, and they see these people who are coming in, uh, I understand that they feel proud of their accomplishment, but seeing someone coming in, you know, willing to support, willing to give their endorsement. Give them hope. Is this what they're seeking? I mean, is this It's, the hope that the, Okay, they, they know. And one th something we communicated with the children, we say, the reason we want you to be there and present and tell, say exactly how you feel is because if you think that this program has value to, to you, then we need to have more people being involved in helping other children because part of our mission with the Youth to Youth program is to, to make the Youth to Youth students from the home project really become also givers at a different level because they are privileged to come here, so they have to give to someone. Mm -hmm. So they were feeling fine. They were confident to come and talk. They feel safe at ACS. So because we were present, both the home project people and us, They shared openly their stories. And it's a recognition of their effort yeah. at the end. Yeah. Well, since 2015, Greece and other uh, Mediterranean countries in Europe have seen an unending flow of uh, refugees from Africa, from Asia, and the Middle East. It took countries some time to realize that if this is not just a threat to the regional stability, as it's been weaponized in some cases, but it's a true test for our humanity. People fleeing embattled zones, such as Syria and Afghanistan, but also impoverished zones like sub-Saharan Africa, are seeking refuge by getting into flimsy boats destined to sink before they reach the shore. And the most tragic of all, 
These flows have resulted in hundreds, if not thousands, of unaccompanied children trying to survive without parents or guardians. And then you have a program like the Youth to Youth that was created as a model for support and integration for these students. Is this how our student volunteers see it? Is this how our teacher volunteers see it? Or is there another reason for people in our community to get involved? The first thing that really um, attracted the volunteers was the need as a human being to offer help and support the traumatized children, because this is another difference, you know, with underprivileged populations that we're talking earlier, because these kids are traumatized from the journey to Greece. So everybody was very eager to give their help and support. And they volunteered. The first time we announced it, we had more than 60 teachers volunteering to come and teach. We're talking over a third of our yes. teaching faculty. Yes. And that tells you, you know, this is what we will go back to ACS and the mission and the connection and the, you know, we leave the mission and our teachers really were dedicated. You know, it's something that is part of them. It's not that they had to do it. Similarly with our students, in the beginning, they didn't know. But when they found out from the word of mouth, sometimes we had more volunteers on Saturdays than students. So it is that need of a human being who thinks that, you know, okay, there's pain here. What can I do to help? And they helped in very many different ways. And our students, ACS students, became sometimes close friends. They would go out to Monastiraki and have coffee and dinner with these children. Youth to youth students were invited to their homes for dinner. And I'm pretty sure this is also an inspiration for other programs that we have in the school, like the Kinonos program. Yes, exactly. We started after that. Which is was, towards the homeless. Exactly. That one is also student-led. It is wonderful. I'm very proud of our students who created and um, continue to support this program. It's very and, meaningful. And I guess the key is the continuation. Yes. Not exactly. the one-time thing. That tells you, you know, that's the sustainability. If I can just add on to what you were talking about earlier, I can't help but come at it from the educational point of view. We are an educational institution. And you were mentioning the stereotypes and the media that we receive about immigrants, about, and it's our job to educate people on the reality on the other side of that. It's our job to spread that not only to our students, but try to get it outside the walls of our school and say- Keep them connected to reality. It's not like that. You shouldn't believe the headlines in the press. That's the simplistic, superficial. We try to get people to look, have you ever asked yourself why someone wouldn't want to leave their country so badly? Most people would prefer to stay in their country, but you didn't even ask yourself, is it true what people are saying? And from being involved minimally for one year only at the school, I walk around Athens and I see people um, that may be immigrants or not. I have different eyes now because I realize they might or could have been a part of our program and that we have something to offer everyone. And we never forget as Americans working in American school, we're all immigrants. We pretend we're not, you know, but we all are. So who do you think you are? You have to walk in other shoes. You have to be involved. And it comes back to just being people, mm-hmm. doing the right thing. And I think that's what we're doing here in an educational, quote unquote. Well, you're giving me a very good uh, lead to the last question that I have, because both you, Mr. McGowan, as the director of the IBAP programs and Mr. Katlidou as the dean of academics, you both have a wider perspective 
on our curriculum as it is being developed on the long term, but also year to year. So how can a program like Youth to Youth shape the school's curriculum on the face-to-face or the online virtual mode? Because at the end, everything we do is for the benefit of our students, of course, and then for the community. I think, again, I I feel like I'm repeating myself, but what we... I think understood together by putting our presentation together and deciding to actually do it is that we didn't feel we were where we wanted to be yet. The youth to youth program has a germ of an idea in it that's so useful that we felt we could develop our school's curriculum through the two aspects is that youth to youth, any opportunities we could incorporate more youth to youth learning within the school, within our community, as well as experiential learning, where we extend what's going on in the classroom throughout outdoor activities and even learning from outdoor activities and bringing it back into the classroom. So there's that sort of symbiotic relationship. We saw that there was um, opportunities for us to develop the curriculum with those aspects of the youth-to-youth program, and that's what I think we want to work on going forward from K to 12 in any ways we can. I think this is what um, uh, Mr. McGowan said is really important. That's one direction we were looking into um, exploring how we can enhance our instructional strategy such that the curriculum we offer addresses the learning goals in a more efficient and more meaningful way. Because student-to-student uh, teaching and learning is a way of delivering your curriculum which allows differentiation and um, which further, if you can differentiate, then you can build your curriculum differently to find more openings for students to learn um, and finally being able to reach their unique potential, as we say for our, in our mission, right? This is the most important thing. That's one direction we need to look into further. And um, while it was in our minds, COVID and the online uh, restrictions really slowed this down. However, there's another direction that we can see expanding our curriculum is creating, as uh, Mr. McGowan said, from this experience on Saturdays, a course that relates to the experience. I can think of a number of courses to develop. I'll tell you this much. We had started, you know, some years ago with Ms. Hamos Fakidis and again, COVID. I mean, this COVID really slowed down everything. But that's another direction that we can enhance our curriculum for social studies in particular with electives. Uh, and as well as we can tweak our curriculum to the optimal version of it using the uh, student-to-student instructional strategy. Well, Mr. Gatlidou, Dean of Academics of ACS Athens and Mr. McGowan, Director of IBAP Programs, if nothing else, we're creating significant programs. It's one thing to be an excellent school and a different thing to be a significant school. Someone said that a few years ago. Um, Thank you so much for being with us. And uh, we look forward to hearing more about this kind of uh, programs in the future. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Ms. Wapodak. You are listening to the Owlcast, the official podcast of ACS Athens. Make sure you subscribe to the Owlcast on Google Podcasts, Spotify, and Apple Podcasts. This has been a production of the ACS Athens Media Studio.